Welcome to the Hot Mess Roundtable. We are episode six. Woo! Yeah, exciting. Um, I am Amanda, and I am a hot mess this week because we are recovering from a couple weekends that have been really busy. Oh, Trip yeah. to Little Rock to see Cody Johnson, which was amazing. And then uh, last weekend, we went out and had a really good time with our friends, and it was good. So, yeah, I just, I'm kind of looking forward to not having anything planned for a little bit. But, yeah, it was a good, good time. It's both good weekends. to be busy, but it's always good to get through your busy time. Yes, it is. Um, I'm Lauren, and I'm a hot mess this weekend because, um, or this week, because we had drill, and then Aww. we had... Like everybody's birthdays and my family were in February. So it was just, it's just a busy month. It's a busy month for us. So I was so excited to get through the holidays and like, you know, the slow season and I'm waiting for that to happen. Yeah. It still. Slowed down yet. <laughs> so yeah. It never happened. It has not slowed down. Although I have always been a firm believer, like especially in the office, everybody takes December off, right? So people are out for several weeks in December. Mm -hmm. And even if you're there, you're kind of half working, right? Like it's just like half speed. It really is in December. And I've always said January 2nd, everybody shows up to work to work. Ready to go. Like they are there. They're raring to go. They're recharged. They're going. Whatever project they put off all December, all of a sudden they're feeling the pressure to get done. Yep. Right. And I've always been in one of those roles where like I'm supporting them. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we got to get this done now. And you're like, okay. But it's like that times like 15 different projects. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's a busy time. It is. My name's Jordan. And I'm a hot mess this week because I've been procrastinating redoing my spare bedroom. Do you guys procrastinate on home improvement projects? Daily. <laughs> Daily. <laughs> so- we haven't had stair railing for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, wait, the spokes just like don't attach to something or like there's yeah, like no railing we, at like all? Like we took the, the banister and the um, spindles or whatever down. Okay, so there's just nothing there at all. So well, there's a banister and like a couple spindles. So children can just like fall to their oh, death. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they wanted to. If they wanted to. It's their choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to them. Well, we had saved up and did like a significant remodel of our upstairs area. And this was like a year ago uh, now or close to, I mean, it feels like it was a year ago and maybe a little less, but we redid, like we took out all the carpeting upstairs and put down um, laminate flooring. So that we'd have a hard floor surface and I love it. It's beautiful. I'm so happy we did it at the time for whatever reason, we did not have them put the, we had this, um, all these built in cabinets that they took out of one of our guests, out of our guest bedroom upstairs. We did not have them put in new trim to replace that for whatever reason. Cause we just, I don't know, we're morons and we just didn't do it. So now we've had for like close to a year, like this trim we bought just laying on the floor next to the wall. It just seems to be stapled on and, and stained obviously. And then the walls, when they took the cabinets out that were built in, there was like this hideous 1970s seafoam green color behind Ooh. the cabinets. So it's just been living there and just in blotches where the cabinets were. So it's just sad. Also, the people that lived in our house before us did a lot with hot glue on the walls. And I don't know how they got anything to stick to the walls, but I kid you not, hot glue 
all over the walls. Hot glue doesn't go on walls. No, it should not. No. That'll tear everything off when you try to get it off. I know. Well, it actually pops right off with a scraper, but like it is there. Oh, my God. And so I need to go in there and like just scrape the walls down and sand everything down and paint the room. And it really wouldn't be that hard. But I've just been procrastinating for like a year and I'm starting to feel it. So I purchased a mattress for the bed in there and all the bedding. And so that came in this week. And I still haven't prepped that room or painted it. So I was going to say, so you've got motivation there. And I've got that. But no, no motivation. So it's not gotten it done. Guest room? Guest room. Maybe someday might be a nursery. We right. can get into my sad infertility story another podcast. But yeah, I mean, for now, it's just a guest room. Well, that's, I guess that was kind of, I wasn't sure if you knew even what you wanted it to look like. Well, I know that I'm not getting pregnant and it's weird to just have this room with a seafoam green right. walls. And so. Might as well do something with it. Yeah. We're just going to turn it into a guest bedroom mm-hmm. and live our lives. And, and if and when baby makes room. appearance, then you can change it. Yeah. And I also think that um, if a baby does make an appearance or a child of some sort ever entered our lives, like. I don't think we'd get rid of that bed Mm -hmm. because it's a big room Uh up Mm -hmm. there and there's plenty of room for to leave that queen size bed and have like a crib crib or whatever we wanted. Mm -hmm. And I think that would make just life easier. Babies do not require very much furniture. No. Yeah. Well, and I just think it would make it easier than us trying to, you know, like it would just be easier to have a bed in there. And so, cause you know, then like my mom could come use that bed and take care of the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Parents have all already made it very clear that if if and when you get pregnant, they will be living here or the baby will be living with them. Mm-hmm. That's right. They they want the baby. I think my dad's like three nights a week. Like I have something ridiculous that's that not going to happen. Uh, he's welcome to any of mine. <laughs> that often. You know, they're kind of baby crazy. They'd probably take you up on it. They would love I to hold Goldie K. Okay. Well, they can have her. <laughs> all right. What are we drinking this week, Lauren? We are drinking a Dirty Dr. Pepper, which I found on Facebook and I kind of modified. It wasn't really a recipe, but it just looked yummy. Um, I think it's like two ounces-ish of Captain Morgan's and um, an ounce of grenadine and then topped off with Dr. Pepper and a couple of maraschino cherries. It's very good. It is delicious. Mm-hmm. I was worried I was not going to love this. Although, I mean, Captain Morgan's hard not to love in anything. It you hides really yeah. well. Yeah. It does. But it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Kind it of very good. like a cherry Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And it helps that we have these adorable cups. Yes. We'll post a picture. My sweet, sweet friend, them. Robin, she got a cricket and uh, decided to make us some cups to drink out they're of while amazing. we're podcasting. And they're super cute. Robin, these are beautiful. Yes. Thank you so Thank much. You so I much. love them. They might have to be like our new, like, we might have to use these every week. Yeah. I think we should. Yeah. For sure. I love them. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Robin. Yes. Thank you. Okay, guys. This week, we are talking all about social connections and really how do we make friends as an adult? We don't. uh i asked my dad sunday like okay this is what my podcast topic's about and he just immediately looked at me goes, why would you want to (laughs) (laughs) i am so much like my dad it's not even funny Mm -hmm. we're both big introverts and you may not necessarily know that just looking at us and people always tell me like oh jordan you're not an introvert somebody told you wrong no trust me i am an introvert 
I don't like going out there in the real world and talking to the humans. In fact, I host a lot of happy hours at my house Mm -hmm. because I would much rather my close circle of friends come to me than me have to go out and like risk speaking to someone I don't know or Mm -hmm. don't want to talk to. Or running into somebody that you're just like, yeah, running into someone or worse, like going out with work friends and running into someone that you don't know that well from your same work. And then they like join the party. Yeah. Mm hmm. Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So it's much safer to host happy hours at my house. Right. So I am. I'm, I'm yeah. a total introvert. What about you guys? We have a small circle. We are. We just. We keep it small. We keep it close. It's. um, It's just kind of how we've always been. We still have friends that um, we went to high school with that we talked to. Oh, um, that's good. I still like my best friend, Misty lives in san diego and we still talk and cliff's got a couple really good friends that he talks and i mean we've lived here since 1999 when we moved to missouri and literally half of them were like you guys aren't gonna last a year and (laughs) here we are almost 25 Uh years later we're still here and there's just a few that we talk to and then the friends that we've made while we've lived here is very limited Mm -hmm. um and it's just i like it better that way you know, you don't have as much, yeah. you don't have the drama. You know, we have, I feel like I have a really good connection with Nixa Theater. Mm-hmm. So I graduated in 2005, which I did have like a minor breakdown the other day when I realized like, holy shit, my 20 year, 20 year reunion is going to be next year. Uh, and like, Girlfriend, my 30 is this year. Oh, so, so yeah. Old. Like we're all so old. I is know. your picture still on the wall at the high school? I don't think it ever I think mine wall. is in. Matt was a firefighter in Ozark not, and not that long ago sent me a picture of, of mine on the It's wall. crazy to go walk in there and I see like people that I work with, you know, I'm like, oh my God, they were there. And then, and then to walk I down have, a little bit farther and see my girls on the wall. I have no idea what you're talking about. Pictures on the wall. Oh my God, Jordan. They have all of the pictures in the commons yeah. at Nixa High School. They do in Ozark. They oh, have shit. all yeah. of the pictures with your gown on. Huh. In your classes. Oh, Oh, next time I just like my senior picture. No, it's like they've got it's just the, you know, the normal gown. It's but it's they're in their gown. And there's like poster size. I mean, your picture is only about this big, but it's a poster. That was higher class. (laughs) (laughs) A a, a couple inches. A couple inches. Amanda described with her fingers. It's a very small picture. It's not like, you know, like I say, poster size. Someone who goes to the Nixa High School will have to tell me if my picture's in there. So here's how big of an introvert I am. So I was a total theater nerd and I did journalism. Those are my two things in high school. I absolutely did not go anywhere in that high school that was not the journalism classroom or the theater. And Mm -hmm. that's all changed now. I know my theater is gone. I'm heartbroken uh, about the it. The theater that has been rebuilt has been built is it's beautiful. Flat, the Atos amazing. Center is gorgeous. Center, if you yeah. guys have not been to a show at Atos, then you absolutely should. Um, they do. They host some. They've had big, some big names. names. Priscilla Presley was there. Yeah, a weeks go ago. look at their website. Like they've got some big what? names touring through yeah. there. Yes, like go see a show at Atos. Also, if you like live shows. Nixa Theater, like, I know I'm biased. I know. I know I'm biased. I have a good friend that teaches out there. Like, I know. But they have such a good program. And well, you should I'm go see their musicals. Because my kids have all gone there. So, I, you know. Go see the Nixa High School musicals. Yeah. They're amazing. They go are, look at their website. They are the really dates. good. We saw Wizard of Oz there just a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. Well, I guess it was a while back now. But it was amazing. I love it. I love yeah, Nixa Theater. But anyway, long story. <laughs> that was like a huge rabbit trail. We went around. 
But what I love about Nick's the Theater is even though I haven't seen some of those people literally in 20 years, I can run into them in a store or something or we're reviving Nick's the Community Theater. So I've reconnected with some of them. It's like no time has passed. That's awesome. Yes, because it's such a good... Um, Those are the best types of friendship. Yes. Yeah, and there's so many of them. I mean, it's it's a big group, too. Mm-hmm. So Nixa Theater has definitely... I mean, it's like a true club, and it's like a, a friendship that you make for life. Mm-hmm. So... I love that. And I love those kinds of friendships where those are, those are your true friendships is yep. when you've been apart for so long and then you get back together and it's literally no time has passed. You're, yes. you're just still like picked up like you did, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Yes. I think there's also something to be said about the, like the novelty of being a theater kid. Like, you know, like you're, yeah, cause we're cool. I mean, well, I mean, so I'm thinking of being, um, like going to gifted kids summer camp, like how dorky is that? But I went to summer camp for seven years and those people and I would probably not have been friends at like our normal school, but there's still people that I interact with on Facebook and like genuinely care about their lives because we were yeah. like all these mm-hmm. dorks together that <laughs> <laughs> that went to like this obscure summer camp that like not that many people went to and from all over, you know, the, not even just Missouri, but I don't know, it, when you have like a commonality with people that's like oh, obscure yeah. like that, it's, I don't know, you just, you just connect with them and it's like mm-hmm. a lifelong Oh yeah, thing. and the Facebook friendship is real too. Like, well, it is. Yeah, I feel like I have a lot of friends from high school that I may not have even been all that close with in high school, but I'm like emotionally invested in their life. Right? Absolutely. I love to see when they post pictures yes. of their kiddos yep. or whatever they've going on or their vacations and yeah, and I feel like that's enough for me. But there's people that <laughs> I, like, wasn't enough. really good friends with in Facebook or, like, in high school that now I feel like I'm more friends with yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. And. Like, isn't that – that's kind of weird. Yeah. But, like, people that maybe I would didn't hang out with in high school, but, like, our lives are fairly similar now. And so yeah. I feel like we've become, like, closer through social media. I don't know. It's weird. Although you are an extrovert. Lauren like I don't you, think I am I feel like you are like you, you have so many more friends like and I feel like you are always like oh my friend so-and-so and I'm like I've never even heard of that person <laughs> you have so many friends which is great I that's funny that you say that because I feel like I have a very small group of friends and I, I feel like I have like I have my friends and then we grow apart like we are no longer in the same like same life cycles I, I don't know yeah. how else to describe it that happens. like the same yeah. circles and we just grow apart and then it's like you know not that I'm not interested in them anymore but it's like you kind of like you kind of move on you you reach you different do. stages in your life right. and you know some people are doing other things and yeah like I have friends that I went to high school with that are becoming grandparents I mean that oh wow that is so crazy to me that is crazy. like I'm so happy for them because it's like wow that's the next stage but you don't feel like you're Hell <laughs> no, I am not there. Not yet, Cameron. Not no, yet. Cameron. No, no, no. So, but I mean, it's neat to see that part of your, you know, your friendship, you know. And like I said, you know, our 30 year high school reunion is this year, which I'm just. Are you going to go? I don't know. I haven't. I will say, and everyone that went to school with me knows our class was like the like slacker class. Like we did not do a whole lot. <laughs> you know, like our homecoming float our senior year was really sad. And it was just, 
we all like get together, you know, they talk and we do this and stuff, but since I'm so far away, it's so hard. I don't do a whole lot of that. But, um, I think if we try, if they do something, I, you know, I might try to do that because we are going to do a little bit more traveling this year. So I don't know if I'll go to mine next year. And yours is here. It is here. I, I, you know, I probably wouldn't either, Jordan. Here's the thing. <laughs> if I were you, I would also not face those people. <laughs> That's so bad for me to say that. But I probably, I honestly probably I didn't go to my tenure. I haven't been to a single one. Yeah. So here's the thing is my theater group, there were a lot of people in the class ahead of me and a lot of people in the class below me. Mm Mm-hmm. There were only like four or five of us in my class that were like, we were just like a small outlier and same thing in journalism. Mm -hmm. There just weren't that many people. And so, and I wasn't as involved in journalism as I was in um, theater. Like I was definitely a theater kid. And so there's just not that many people in my class. And I feel like the ones that I wanted to stay connected with, I have. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that I'm all that interested in going back and seeing what those other 200 people have been up to. (laughs) You know, I mean, I feel like, I did That's not, why we're on Facebook with them. I did not peak in high school. Like I've grown and lived a whole life and, you know, yeah. I'm doing good. I don't know that I need that. Yeah. I definitely peaked in high school. <laughs> no, you just didn't. Kidding. But change my mind. Tell me, somebody out there, tell me in the Facebook group why it's important to go to my high school reunion. I have a whole year to decide. But you should go. I mean, 30 years. You got to go back to California for it. Yeah, we have to go back to California for it. So it's quite the trip. It is. It is a it a big trip, so I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Now, Cliffs will be Cliffs thirty five will be in three years. So, do they I mean, have one every every five years? They, sometimes they do. It just kind of depends on yeah, you know. And it's so funny because the little town that we grew up in. I see a little town. It's huge now. I went back six years ago and didn't even freaking recognize it. But <laughs> it's like they it they usually have our reunions like at a bar or something because it's just like everybody's just moved away. Yeah. So there's just not many that are still in Lakeside, and so yeah. I don't know. It'll be it'll it'll have be something that I would really think about because I mean, thirty years. Good God. They're gonna start dying, Amanda. <laughs> I'm so old now. God dang. Oh, keeping it real. Yeah, Yeah. you are absolutely. Are you going to go to yours? I don't know. I did not go to my my tenure. I would say that we had we had like a really robust class. I feel like like we had a class that like looking back, I was not popular, but I feel like everyone just kind of like got along with everybody. Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it was a big class of students, but I, I don't think we were like 250, somewhere around there. But I mean, overall, I just feel like like I kind of got along with everybody. Uh-huh. And maybe I'm remembering that wrong. So someone's going to listen to this. Well, I feel the same way. That yeah. I, that I was friends with in high school. But um, my friends and I were like kind of weird. Like we were kind of like we, we were like we were kind of got along with everybody. But we were like kind of the funny people that. Like did I don't know, we were like pranksters and like the teacher Really? Yeah, yeah. So like I remember botany class, we would like write like funny sayings on like the little sticks that we put in the plants. Like there was the a botany class oh, in yeah. Ozark. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. We had a greenhouse. We had like a greenhouse sale. 
It was a whole. Well, that's pretty freaking cool. Although there could have been all that at Nixa, and I would not have known because yeah. it's only in the theater. Well, it counted as a <laughs> and I'm credit. sure. I'm sure all those other people were also very nice. I just didn't talk to them because I was busy in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but by senior year, I was taking like all art classes because I went. That was me. At fine arts college my freshman year. And so, yeah, same thing. It was like independent art, independent art, independent I was art. all theater, you know, <laughs> teacher's aid class or like whatever, you right. know. Right, the, whatever could. Okay, I do have to tell you my science story. So my mom was a school nurse at Nixa. Uh-huh. And so you guys know I'm a vegetarian and a big animal lover. And I took human anatomy. My mom was really concerned when I was in high school that – I was not going to take any AP classes because she was like, you have to get all these credits in before you go and like do this scary theater life. But right. Yeah, you don't need AP credits to go to Webster. You like, don't. But theater. I would say looking back on it, thank God she did all of that because those credits all ended up transferred, transferring. So I took a ton of AP credits actually in high school and I enjoyed the classes, but one of them was human anatomy. No. no. And I don't really even remember it being a discussion on if we could or not. It was more like, you're going to take this because then you're going to graduate and need these science credits. You probably thought you were going to be a nurse one day, even though you I know. I'm not, though. I'm not, Mom. She knows. She knows better. But so I took this human anatomy class, and in the class, they dissected frogs. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, by the way, in a human anatomy Wait, class. Wait, no, no, no. We did that in we did seventh that biology. grade life science. I know. This was human. I promise you this was human anatomy. When you were like a senior? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. And I remember because I very specifically was like, hell no. They not doing like formaldehyde. Well, I just wasn't going to do it. And my science teacher, my science teacher was like, well, the frog's already dead. And I was like, nope, not doing that. So I went to somehow, I'm sure this was like a perk of being the school nurse's daughter. I still don't know how this happened, but somehow I was able to opt out. And I n- did not go to class during that because I was not going to sit there and watch everybody else cut open these dead frogs. <laughs> oh my God. So I went to my mom's office during that hour every day for like two solid weeks or something. And I ended up writing a paper or something, which like I'm a writer, like I can write right. anything mm-hmm. like that's so much easier for me than science and math anyway. Kind and of, so I'm cutting up an innocent frog. Yeah. So I think I spent like one of those class periods or maybe two writing this paper and then the rest of those two weeks, I just like hung out with my mom because I was not going to go. I'm going to have to ask her if she remembers that. She'll tell me after she. I feel this I can just picture this happening. I was like, just like, very no, classic Jordan. This is not happening. Did they not offer forensics when you were in school? No, not in the drama program. Well, not in the drama <laughs> program, but as a science. I have no idea. <laughs> well, the reason Probably. I asked that is both girls took forensics and they loved it. Well, we did not have cool. forensics. I don't yeah. feel like I hen- ever Hence heard that. botany. Oh, yeah, like, yes, ben, I will yeah. definitely grow some plants. <laughs> what kind of taking, plants were you growing? One? Right? Good question. <laughs> Never know. No comment. <laughs> but I did not have to take biology yeah. or like any. My brother definitely... My brother that is now a pharmacist at Mercy, mm-hmm. he definitely passed out during AP oh, no. human anatomy. Yeah. He doesn't do blood and he doesn't do. That's why he's a pharmacist. Well, he, I think he had to dissect a cav- cadaver call in college. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And the human, a human yeah. anatomy classes in college. Yeah. You have but to. yeah, he definitely. I'm telling out. you right now, I could dissect a human cadaver before, before an animal. Frog. Yeah. Or oh, any other. hell no. Well, like, so. 
the science teacher was trying to tell me he was a good friend of my mom's too so he was like well you know jordan it could be a dead cat and i was like oh, that's not no. gonna make it any better dude Thanks. and i kind of want to say my mom told me a traumatizing story she'll have to fact check me on this but i think she had to dissect a cat in college mm-hmm. for one of her nursing classes probably but she did it like from home or something. Like what? She brought what? the cat home and oh put it in the fridge. Oh my god! I don't know. It was your own personal cat. <laughs> <laughs> Run mayhem. They did. <laughs> Run mayhem. Uh, that's my cat. No, there was a cat named Isaac that my siblings definitely tortured. But I know this was this was something different. It, no. <laughs> no, this like I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask her. This is gonna be my like homework. And I will come back. Oh, and she will. Yes. KK She'll set me will. straight. She'll she be will. Like, I can't believe you said that on the podcast. And I'm going to be like, oh, well, how did it happen? I'm going to tell you because I swear this happened. I swear she like put the cat in the refrigerator or something. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't wait God. to talk to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> I don't ever remember seeing the cat. This would have been when I was like way too young or not even, not born, even yet. born yet. Probably not even born yet because I think. Yeah, she definitely went to nursing school before I was even born. So I wouldn't have known it. But I swear I remember the story. I swear <laughs> she's told that story before. Did okay. you dissect earthworms? No, I've You never... don't remember this? I feel like this I did. Was we like did earthworms. Typical... We are the same age, Jordan. I don't know what they were doing at Nixa, but in I Ozark, we dissected earthworms and frogs. No, this was like in... This was like in mandatory like life science or something in seventh grade. Well, it wouldn't have been mandatory for me because I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can still smell the formaldehyde. Well. I they... do remember like in fifth grade, maybe or seventh grade. At some point we dissected whatever those gross hairball things are that the owl. The owl, pellet. An owl pellet. Yeah. yeah I the did kids dissect did those one too. Just pull the bones out. Yeah. Like, from the mice. And it's just an owl hairball. Yeah, yeah, so I did dissect one of those because I figured, no, like, this was, like... worse than an animal, I, know, I think. Like, well, the thing about that, though, is, like, it's natural. And, like, the owl has to eat. And well, so, like, it's not I like they killed the animal, that. though, just to dissect it. Yeah, they did. Oh, Amanda. Lauren, stop. <laughs> Amanda. I was trying to make it sound better. Of course they did. <laughs> the frogs, they're grown for the sheer purpose of dissecting. Probably so are the cats. Oh. And the earthworms. For <laughs> <laughs> Worthworth. That happens with pigs too. Like I think there's a lot. Yes, because we did a fetal pig when I was in oh, high school. Oh, a fetal pig. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't think it. we. I don't think I had to do that. We did a fetal pig and uh, a nurse shark. Yep. Being in I San Diego, like we did like a nurse shark. Shark. shark? Uh-huh. I like a shark sounds do, familiar. Do, 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 baby, baby shark. shark. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> I just. Do you see the expression just changed? Yeah, we and, did one. And so this is why I did botany. To answer your question, this is, this why, is why you did botany. I did botany. Why well, I sat in my mom's office. <laughs> I think it was like a long paper. Too. I think it was like 10 pages. That'll teach you high school students. You're like, like, yes, thank done. you. Yeah, in my sleep. Communications oh. major. Knocked it out. Okay, well, we're going to move on because I am thoroughly disgusted. Yep, now that we just, you know, <laughs> ruined all that. So I think we've we've established that Jordan is an introvert. Yes, they she think is. I'm an extrovert. I don't think I'm an extrovert. So we're but... saying we're all kind of introverts. Yeah, I like I really dig being at home, and I love with my, I, love I like being, being with my family. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah, if I'm not gonna be at my nice. house. I want to be at my mom and dad's house. Yeah. yeah. That's really the only other place I want to I don't want to, like, my husband is an extrovert. My husband is the person that will go to Lowe's and, like, randomly strike up a conversation oh, no. with somebody else and, like, oh. make friends with them. 
and I and I'm over here like, oh my god, I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't. That to me, that is an extrovert. My husband is the extrovert. Yeah, but that's good for his work too, though. Oh, it's like great. It, it works for him. He's very social, and he's a he is a good salesman. Yeah, and I think that is something that a lot of people are not. See, my husband is not an extrovert at all. He is a mechanic, and he likes to stay back in the shop, and he doesn't want anybody coming back to talk to him. Yeah. So Thor is definitely an extrovert. Like he's loud, boisterous. I can see that. Can mm-hmm. be friends with anybody, but. He'll also let you know what he thinks. Mm-hmm. And he's real honest with everybody. So, like, you don't really want to let him talk to strangers too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's fantastic, actually. He does all the talking to strangers in our relationship because he knows it just, like, stresses me. I'm the same so way. Like, if we have to, like, call somebody to arrange something, I'm like, nope, not doing it. Like, Matt, you call whoever. I don't even know. Like, you call someone to come do the grass. Or you call somebody to have this warranty looked at that stuff i don't really have a problem with i can do that i don't want to do any of that i'm getting better at that stuff because i usually have a very specific brand because i'm a planner so Mm -hmm. i usually have like a very specific company i have researched Mm -hmm. and i'm Mm -hmm. like i want this like the water filtration system i have in my kitchen i did all this research i wanted this company to come and put this in and so i took care of it on my own Mm -hmm. uh but like if it's just like we need to call the credit card company for whatever. Like, I'm just like, please don't make me call them. Please don't no, call them. Matt, Matt does all that. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to talk to anybody that I don't know <laughs> in general. I totally agree. It just depends on what it is and I'll do it. But like I went, I called and set up our tax report, our tax appointment. Nope. With Oh yeah. Well, or nope. <laughs> nope. I'm not that. I don't make any money. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I just do my taxes at home by myself so I don't have to go anywhere. Normally we do. Yeah. But this year we decided, well, let's just go have somebody do it. And so I had to call and they're like, oh, yeah, come on in. So it was good. But yeah. Well, usually I will talk to the people until something goes wrong. And then I'm like, I can't do this. I don't want to do anymore. I'm done. You're going to have to go talk to them. Yeah. And then he steps in. So that's good. He is like, so like he just shares his opinion. I remember when we were first dating. And I probably introduced him to my family pretty early on because I'm sure anyone who's listened to a single episode of this podcast picked up on the fact that, like, I have a close family. Mm-hmm. We already knew him, too. I, feel I like. did know. We were friends for a long time. So, yeah. So I introduced him to my family pretty early. But I remember my uncle, who has passed away now, but he was my absolute favorite uncle. Um, my Uncle Steve used to have these card games, like Texas Hold'em Poker Nights. And it's still like my favorite. Like sometimes I'll ask to do them on my birthday, um, even though Uncle Steve has passed on. I've um, been to poker. You have your been? Yeah, house. yeah, yeah. Yeah. We love our little poker nights. Um, and we do like a $5 buy in. Yeah, it's just for fun. But like it's fun. But so we had a whole bunch of people um, at my uncle's house. And so it was the first time I introduced Thor to my family. I don't know why I chose like <laughs> such a boisterous event, but I did. So whatever. So we show up and I remember my sister had made brownies. And so Thor was like so excited about these brownies. It's his favorite dessert. He's got to meet all these new people. Like I threw him in too. Like he had to meet all these people. And uh, like when I met his parents, like we just went to dinner with his parents. But mm-hmm. I was like, come meet 20 people. It's fantastic. <laughs> my sister had forgotten or lo- like ran out of vegetable oil. And so she just substituted all olive oil in her oh, no! we were much younger back then but she was six years older than me so she knew better um <laughs> to be clear to be clear jesse <laughs> she put olive oil in the brownies and i'll never forget 
Thor was like, I was kind of nervous. You know, Thor is 13 years older than me. I'm introducing him to my whole family. I was just a little nervous about how the night was going to go. And here comes Thor with his amazing personality. He's just like, these are trash brownies. Like, what <laughs> have you done? You can't put olive oil in brownie. You know, it was just like, and, a, and the whole family just immediately fell in love with him. It was like, oh, this guy's fantastic. It's right in. Yeah, so he's definitely an extrovert. Yeah. That's funny. So we keep in touch with some friends on Facebook. We have smaller circles of friends. So how do we build connections then? Like, how do you guys build social connections as an adult? Because I feel like it's so much easier when we're in school and you're like in classes with people and like your circumstances are similar simply because you're the same age as them and in the same class. Right. But as an adult, there's so many different things going on in our lives. How do we build those connections? And I'll say like, I don't know how to do it and I'm real bad at it. So somebody please (laughs) teach me. I, I think I went years without making a lot of new friends. Like, honestly, the last like new, like really good friend I made was you, Jordan. And that was in 2011, I think. Yeah, a long time ago. And that's because we sat next to each other and we're like figured out we were the same person. Like we were thrown into circumstances Mm And I think I I have made other friends since then, um, mainly my husband. Like, my husband was in the fire service. And obviously, when you are a fireman, like, the guys you work with your are your brothers, right? Like, you're really mm-hmm. close to them. And so there were other firewives that I became somewhat friends with um, and kind of did stuff with. But when I was working, like, you know, I hung out with people at work all day. And when I came home, I was done. Like there was no like yeah. building friendships after that, right? So yeah. I would see you at the office. Like I would, you know, and I had other folks that, um, other gals that I worked with that I became close with. But there was my social, like life was done mm-hmm. when I came home for the day. Yeah. Now that I not, I, I don't work anymore. I think I have built a lot of new friendships, which is something that was really needed for me. Um, I joined the PTA, kind of had to step out of my comfort zone, and now I have a lot of mom friends, which is mm-hmm. actually really nice because mm-hmm. having um, other friends that are in the same stage of life as yeah. me is really, really helpful and something that I think I really needed. And until I got involved in this school, I, I just didn't have that. Um, but it was definitely stepping out of my comfort zone to do it. Like, I, I think for the PTA, like, when I knew I was not going – back to work after I I went back to work after maternity leave and then Mm -hmm. was not going to work long term I knew I'd put my notice in I reached out to our school's PTA and I was like hey do you have any board positions available (laughs) and they were like well we have have one that we don't have anyone signed up for yet and like we're getting ready to have elections would you be interested in and I was like sure whatever it is like it's cool all sign up for it. Wow, like went, that's wow, brave. Like that went is. from like not being a PTA member to like being a, a a board member. But I knew that I had the time, like, and I wanted to be involved. And I knew I had the skills, like you know, because mm-hmm. I was not going to be working anymore. I had the mental capacity to vote mm-hmm. to, to vote to something else. So, anyways, I've made a lot of friends that way. That's good. It's been really good. That is good. I feel like one of the things I struggle with making friends as an adult is because I'm such an introvert. I put on, I learned this from my dad. He would kind of put on this mask of extroversion to go to work because Mm -hmm. you just have to do it, Mm -hmm. right? Like you just got to do it. 
And so I put on this mask of extroversion at work. And I wouldn't say like, I mean, it's still my personality. I feel like I have kind of a bubbly personality anyway, but I am like almost faking it until I make it with a lot of people at work just because, you know, I'm just like, yes. It takes everything. It does. It's like everything. It is your all that you put into it all day long. Yep. So two things for that. One, I'm so exhausted when I get home lots of days, especially now, like when I do like these long in-day person, all like all day retreats, mm-hmm. I will leave and just be exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I talked to so many people, even though like I genuinely like almost everybody I work with, like it's still just exhausting yeah. to be like on stage all day, it feels like. And two, because I am putting on that like mask of outgoingness so excited to be here yay us I just assume everybody else is too (laughs) and so I don't feel like I feel like it's hard to make really close friendships because I don't know like I just don't trust that it's genuine you know what I mean I'm like we're here and we're being positive because we're at work and then we're gonna leave we're gonna live our own lives and like work friendships are not real friendships yeah so Amanda's probably the last really close friendship I made at work and I don't really know why I just decided you were my kind of people and just <laughs> decided I wanted you in my life because, yeah, but I mean, it's it's hard. I don't typically do that with very many people. No, I mean, I, the girls that I worked with before I'm friends with and, and you guys, it's like, I just, I'm the type of person like, I don't invite many people to my house. I don't either. If you've come to my house, you're a real friend. Exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. really how I am. And and it's not it's just because I think it is that that whole show that yeah. you put on when you're at work, because it's like you don't is is this person really going to really are they going to accept me for how I really am? Because like when I'm at home, it's it's just different. I mean, we have had these conversations and I'm I'm about my kids and my husband. And if you don't like the way I talk, if you don't like the way I look, you know what? Tough shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, because that's me. And so that I, I keep, I'm very guarded with that, with people that I let in on that part of it. Yeah. Because it, it is very, my family is very important to me and my friends that I have that are that close are very important to me. So I'm not just going to let somebody like, oh, well, you guys are, are you going to have a pool party this summer? Yeah, but I don't think I'm going to let you come over. <laughs> yeah, not for you. Yeah. 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 Oh, not for you. You know? Yeah. Oh, you guys go floating. We should go. Oh, well, okay. That we'll, we'll think about that. Yeah. How about we go on the river? If you want to come, you come. That's just kind of how we've gotten. But no, there are, it is, it's, it's hard. And you're with these people eight to 10 hours a day. And so you feel like, like, like us, you know, we got, we got those friendships built and we got, we're, you know, we're at that place where there's others that you're, you're, I don't know about that one. And so it is very hard. It's hard for me to make friends though. But also if we work together and you want to have a real friendship, like just tell me because I'm obviously really bad at it. Like, <laughs> I'm not good at reading the signals. I no. was never good at knowing if guys were flirting with me. I'm not good at knowing if people want to be real friends or if we're just work friends. Right, right. So like, then just next time I see each one of you, just be like work friends. Well, or, I feel oh, we like could be real friends. The, <laughs> the team that I worked with before I, I quit my job, which included both of you and others, I, it legitimately felt like a family. Like it, it yes. felt like, you know, and I heard something the other day that was like, stop calling work a family. But like, 
you spend the majority of your time you do and i like so much time i loved like i we have the great so much about the people I worked with. Like, I, I, I loved them. Mm-hmm. Like, I love, I, I wanted them to all succeed. And, like, mm-hmm. you girl, not just you girls, but the, the rest of our team, too. But, like, you know, I feel like our triumphs were all of our triumphs. Yeah. And when someone was having a bad day, it was, like, you legitimately felt, felt so bad for them. Yeah. And it, there, was, there wasn't any competition. Like, yeah. I, I didn't nope. feel the competition. Like, it just felt yep. like we were all very much a family. Like, loved yeah. each other. And... I think that's really rare. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think we all got really lucky to have that. We did. We had a great team. team and Jordan was our boss. Our fearless, I mean, fearless got lucky leader. or your boss crafted the best Of course. Team. We had the uh, best yeah. boss in the yeah, whole world. Yeah, we did. And it was it was just good. It was fun to come to work. And everybody, well, got, everybody got along. And right. my boss was amazing. I mean, Ted yes, was also Ted was, really right. important Ted part of that great. and building that great culture. So, well, and I, I mean, said that too. When team. I came yeah. in as a new one, I was kind of like, oh my God. But he... He would come up and ask, how's your day? What are you doing? You know, what yeah. are you guys doing this weekend? And it's just like, you come into something like that in an, in an executive level and they want to know these things about you and you're just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. This I will really cool. forever be grateful for that time in my career because it was, and it was for me about a f- three year period. I mean, I probably worked in that group longer than that, but those last three years of that group was just phenomenal Mm -hmm. yeah truly Mm -hmm. talented exceptional people who wanted to support each other yeah yeah it it was definitely like just one of those rare times when everybody is like in the perfect position yeah and just and everyone on that team real friend yeah i I can tell that i knew that yeah real friend yes right right well exactly not someone that you're there like you're faking a friendship or you're like you're trying to like put on niceties but like people that you genuinely cared about yes and i think that was something from for me at least like going from having that day-to-day and then it was gone not not that we weren't friends anymore but not seeing everybody Mm -hmm. day-to-day and i and i think about the time i left everything changed anyway so i think it probably felt (laughs) the same for everybody sure did um because like the team was kind of pulled apart but you know i I had to fill that void. Yeah. And I think for a long time, my family filled that void. I had brothers that had wives or, you know, I had sister-in-laws and sister-in-laws had sisters that were mm-hmm. kind of my family. Um, but that over time is just kind of not, I wouldn't say falling apart. Like I'm not friends with everybody anymore, but like uh, Matt's sister, I love to death, but she's moved away so she's not here anymore. So I don't see her, you know, every week like I used to. And my other sister-in-law kind of has her own life. And so like the, my family that were my friends, like they've kind of moved away. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am more social right now in this instance with my, than I have been in years. I do too. Way. And I have forced it. Cause I told you guys, this is going to be my year of social connection. So between doing this podcast. Takes work. Yeah. And just trying to be a little more open to friendships and going to happy hours. Like when people invite me to happy hour, I go, even though Mm -hmm. the introvert in me wants to be like, I'm going to go home and put on my pajamas. But I've been going and getting reconnected with theater. I mean, yeah, all of it. And it does take work. You have to really try at it. So I for sure put into Google how to make friends as an adult. (laughs) What what did you find? (laughs) May not be the first time I've put that into Google. (laughs) 
Okay, so I found the best site I found was actually the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. Interesting. So the CDC actually has some really cool stuff on their website. They do have some really informative pages. Fun fact, did you guys know that, I think it was in 2011, they published a survival guide on how to survive a zombie apocalypse? This is not real life. This is real life. The CDC did? The CDC did. And when was this again? 2011, I believe. Somebody can fact check me on that, but I think it was in 2011. Is it still on their website? Probably. Yes, I would say yes. It's probably around the time like (laughs) Walking Dead came out. It actually was because they wanted to get large groups of people thinking about if a real emergency hit. Now we have COVID, right? So now everybody kind of has their COVID. We've done it. Been there, done that. But in 2011, who would have thought that would be a thing? And so they thought, how do we get people thinking about emergency response and how to be prepared in your own home if an emergency came? Where would you go? What supplies would you need? How would you protect yourself? This is where all these preppers and all this stuff came yeah, from. Yeah, this is well, I this mean, just feeds into like my husband's probably <laughs> the preppers probably did not specifically come from the CDC's no. zombie survival guide. Yeah. But it's fun. So if you haven't done it, it's like a fun uh, family activity to go and look at the zombie survival guide and okay. see like how would you respond? But I mean there is something to having like a gallon of water in your basement just in oh, case yeah. you get stuck in a tornado and like you know can't get out right yeah. I'm like there's something to some of that stuff so yeah. while Wait, I'm not I maybe a prepper on Matt's level uh my hubby definitely does take good care of us of like just having some like survival mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stuff in the basement so that if we did like get trapped under the rubble in the basement like what would we do? Right. I, well, I want to make it clear that we are we do not have a stockpile of groceries <laughs> in our basement. Um, he would just like to. He would like to. <laughs> and if I hear, I would just really like a piece of land out in the middle of nowhere and not to have any neighbors. Can I hear that one more time? Like, we are not moving. We are in our forever home, buddy. I'm sorry. Well, and my mom kind of enables Thor's prepper tendencies mm. because... Every year he puts some weird like portable shovel that folds up or like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just for burying that. I body. don't know. <laughs> There's weird like flint stick and like I don't know like multi-use tool that folds up into the size of a quarter. Like I don't know all this weird stuff on there and she's constantly buying it and she bought him like a hiking backpack that he puts it all in. So she's just not she's not just a shopaholic for the grandkids. Oh no. Sorry KK <laughs> you got called out again. Absolutely. No. She'll shop for anybody, for anything, for any charitable cause. Like if there's a reason to shop. Hey, hey, she's, she's in. Hey, she's Kathy. Get so mad at us Kathy, again. I have a I have a a list on Ulfster <laughs> items I would like. What is that? Is that a PG website? No, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, so it's a website. This is like way off season, off topic. It is a website that you I use for our family's secret Santa this year and you can type oh. in everyone's email addresses and then mm-hmm. it auto, it like randomly assigns your secret Santa and you, all you know is who you're giving to Fun. and then you can make a gift list. So it's kind of like that Amazon where cool. you can make a gift list on Amazon, uh-huh. but everything on Amazon, like or everything on your wish list on Amazon has to come from Amazon, right? Right. Elfster is something that you can use that you can put Amazon stuff on, but you can put from any other, other website also. She might really like that. Are there things you cannot buy on Amazon? Oh, yeah. Jordan? What is this well, yeah. thing that's not Amazon? I will Amazon? just find a version I can get on Amazon <laughs> and it'll be here tomorrow. I mean, I'm just saying if you want 
yeah, there are like certain like name brand things that you have to <laughs> you have to have the actual website. Anyways, okay. we'll we'll share it in our group. Yeah, it's a that's great good. it's that's a, a good... great resource for okay. making wish lists and secret Santas. The CDC says social connectedness influences our minds, bodies, and behaviors, all of which influence our health and life expectancy. Research shows that social connectedness can lead to longer life, better health, and improved well-being. People are by nature social creatures. That's true, Dad. The CDC says it. (laughs) Social connections are important for our survival. Our relationships with our family, friends, coworkers, and community members can have a major impact on our health and well-being. When people are socially connected and have stable and supportive relationships, they are more likely have better mental and physically healthy outcomes they are also better able to cope with hard times stress anxiety and depression so it's important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On, okay it's important right. <laughs> we just lost it on nothing. that one you're giving me nothing <laughs> yeah it can be really hard but it's important so it's important here are the characteristics of social connectedness that the CDC gives. The number, variety, and types of relationships a person has, having meaningful and regular social exchanges, a sense of support from friends, family, and others in the community, a sense of belonging, having close bonds with others, feeling loved, cared for, valued, and appreciated by others, having more than just one person to turn to for support. And access to safe public areas to gather, such as parks and recreation centers. It also goes on to say the health benefits of social connectedness. People with stronger social bonds have 50% increased likelihood of survival than those with fewer social connections. And that's where the zombie apocalypse comes from. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, you probably want fewer social connections, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe so. So it says social connections can help prevent serious illness and outcomes like heart disease, stroke, dementia, depression, and anxiety. I can see the dementia because it'll, you know, kind of if you've got the friendships and the connections. Yes, I can see that one. Well, if you have the connections, you're probably a little more socially active. You're getting out there. So yeah, I can definitely see it. Yeah. The anxiety? No, that would just send me through the roof. (laughs) It also says that more than one in three adults aged 45 and older feel lonely in the United States. Isn't I that don't. sad? That is sad. It is really sad. You know who it is, though? It's people like us who don't make a lot of friends, a lot of sustaining <laughs> friendships. And then as we get older, our friends die. die. Yeah. Our families die. Yeah. And we're left completely but, alone yeah. and well, lonely. I'm th- so I'm like thinking of my mom who... You know, growing up, she was friends with other parents that had kids our age. Mm -hmm. And she was friends out of, I mean, somewhat convenience, I would say. Like, you know, her, they were in the same circles, kind of like I am with my, you know, with friends. And then I feel like she got into a period where she worked. And so she was kind of like friends with people she worked with. And then now that she, like, she's... I don't know how old is my mom, 70. I feel like her, like, she's actually reconnected with some of her friends from, like, growing up. And, like, they go to lunch. And oh, that's neat. I'm thinking of one friend in particular, her friend Debbie, that, like, helped her with the estate sale at my, my parents' house. But it was, like, she had to, like, get through the whole, like, 
being busy, having kids, like being a parent thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then like her work life had to end and she had to like make like space for it. And now yeah. she's like reconnected with her childhood friend and her and this friend in particular that she's now goes to lunch with like every other week. Um doesn't never got married or has kids. So like they didn't have that those things in common. Right. But now they're able to reconnect and they spend a lot of time, I think, talking about people yeah. they went to Parkview with and like people they grew up with. And I, I don't know, it's they've been able to like kind of re- reconnect and they have a, a good time. But it is, I don't know, we go through cycles, right? Like, yeah, what stage of life we're in mm-hmm. and who our friends are. Oh, yeah. I think it's great that she has found that connection now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's fantastic. My mom is like the exact opposite. She is like the social butterfly. She makes friends everywhere she goes. <laughs> she still has friends from like every job she's ever. Like, I, mm-hmm. she's, she's got so many social connections. It's ridiculous. How do you stay friends with people? That's my problem. It's not making no friends. It's like staying through, staying friends through their transitions. I think it's just the act of wanting to, right? So we can like just it's, ask KK how she... <laughs> well, she puts an effort into it. Like, she was a school nurse at Nixa for several years, and she's still, the first Friday of every month, she plays bunko with those ladies. So it's like all the math teachers, like all these teachers from Nixa High School get together the first Friday of every month, and she plays bunko with them. And let me tell you, vacations are scheduled around bunko like (laughs) there's no babysitting children on bunko night like no like bunko is sacred and we do not mess with bunko night Mm -hmm. like my dad knows like he can't be in the house like she hosts bunko in september every year they have Mm -hmm. 12 ladies in their group and so each one hosts a different month Mm -hmm. mom's is i think september but whatever month it is like he's not allowed in the house that (laughs) night like this is bunko is a big deal yeah So I think it's a matter of trying, like putting in the effort. Right. Which, I mean, like Lauren, you and I, we've been friends for a really long time. But we've definitely gone through periods where one of us has been busy or the other one has. Oh, for sure. And like we drop off and maybe don't talk to each other for a couple months or something. But one of us always turns around and reaches out. Well, I feel like even from when we first met, we were very much in the same stage of life. Yeah. Going through, we were engaged, getting married, planning a Mm -hmm. wedding. And I think... Probably ever since I started having kids, which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was not initially your plan, like mm-hmm. we probably went very different paths. I mean, that's yeah. just different. It's different from being like, but it hasn't stopped us from having no. an incredibly close friendship. Right. Like right. one of the closest, if not the closest friendship I have in my life. Right. And even if we go a little bit of time without seeing each other or talking to each other, somebody will reach out. Yeah. And then it's like nothing. And like not, no time pass at all. Mm-hmm. It helps that we're the same person still. It does. Interchangeable. Well, yeah, <laughs> interchangeable. Interchangeable. Names humans. are pretty similar. Voices apparently sound the same. Thanks, Voices Lord. are the same. Yep. <laughs> well, so I found this other article that was from goodrx.com, mm-hmm. uh, which is another like healthcare type place, mental health type place. Um, and they gave 12 ways to make friends as an adult. I need these. Tell me what these are. Okay, I'll tell you. Number one, book club. Oh, God. That is the first oh, one. Is, is it really? A- this is why you were asking for a book club the other day. <laughs> no, I found this after. I still have not found a good book club, but I want one. I really do. I think it would be fun because I love to read and I love book club. I'm telling you, our, P- our school, one of our third grade teachers is having one and it's 
what is the book? It's difficult to love or difficult to parent, easy to love or some shit. Okay, well, <laughs> it was recommended. That probably for wouldn't Helen. be good for Jordan right now. <laughs> I don't know. She might be parenting us right now. <laughs> okay, so book club is number one. If you enjoy reading, find a book club. Number two, sports leagues and workout classes. Nope. I don't think any of us are doing that. <laughs> Although I will tell you, my brother, I think it was when he lived in Louisiana. He was a member of a kickball league. Yeah. An adult kickball league. Isn't oh, wow. Cool? Well, that's a very Louisiana sounding thing. I think he also, this would have been like, I think when he lived in Missouri. I don't really know. But he also did like an arm wrestling championship competition thing at some bar, local bar. So, like, my brother's got to do I don't know if that's an actual, like, athletic activity. <laughs> Sorry, well, Josh. More than you've done, Lord. <laughs> Shut I walked to, hey, I pushed my kids in the wagon to school last won week. won that tournament <laughs> and, like, got invited to nationals in Vegas. What? Oh, my God. This is, this is real. This okay, is real life. Well, now I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm telling you, my brother is like the most interesting man in the world. Like we should make him come on this podcast sometime and just we should share his interesting stuff. Okay. Gaming groups. Oh, are you into social games like Magic the Gathering or Dungeons and Dragons? Wonders of well, wait, not Wonders of Wildlife. World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, wow. My brother's definitely play had like the land parties in high school and played. <laughs> World of, Warcraft, World of Warcraft, which is not the same thing as Wonders of Wildlife. No. <laughs> but the same acronym. Okay, well, that one's obviously not for us either. <laughs> there, hey, Okay, wait, I will, I will give a shout out, though. So there is a board game cafe by my house. Village, oh. it's Village Meeple. Well, that's cool. I didn't know about that. Why we, haven't we gone to play board games? Well, I... I don't know. My husband and I, all we play is like Clue or Mario Party on the tele on the Switch. Also, I feel like if you guys told me we're going to go play board games, I'd be like, I've got a whole closet upstairs. You right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm let's not going to pick one and do it at Jordan's <laughs> house. But I know we've had, like, we had a fundraiser night there and it's behind Bricks and Minifigs in, across from the mall. Okay. Over there. And it's called Village Meeple. And it is, it's like a board, you just go play board games. They have oh, tons of money. Yeah. That's cool. I have not been in there. I'm I did not go. not going to go. But but I like the concept. I've heard yeah. other I've heard people. Yeah. Really great things about the place. You know what I would go do? I would totally go do like trivia night. We are also going to have a trivia night coming up to benefit our fifth grade. So okay. this is my PTA mom. Well, I would probably go do trivia night with. At adults. a bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, a four I by think- four. I think um, the Alamo does trivia every mm-hmm. week. Uh-huh. Yep. But I don't have anyone to go. So you guys should go do trivia. I would love to do trivia. Yeah, that'd be fun. Thor is the best. I bet he is. Like, he knows everything. He's I so would smart. pick Thor to be on my team for trivia. You wouldn't even have to, like, answer. You could just sit there and drink. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that. it's the best way I to know, participate. I actually night. also know a lot of ran- random, random, random shit. Random that shit, That makes no yeah. sense to know. Well, I'll be the weak link on our team. Okay. But I'll buy the drinks. Cool. That? Okay. Love we're it. in. Let's do it. Okay. Look, see, look, we're being social. We yeah. are. Look at Mi- this. Making friends <laughs> and connections with each other that we've already <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What, what, keep going. <laughs> okay. Number four. 
adult education classes. Nope. No. <laughs> I will say, because I did do my master's like way later in life, and I will say like I did make some good friendships, and, and now they're like Facebook friendships. Like they're not coming to my house, but you know, I like met some people that I liked in my master's program. But uh, like I remember, like my mom took a class, I think it, through OTC probably, to learn how to use her camera. She has like one of those fancy Nikon cameras, and she took like an adult education class to learn how to use her camera and all the settings. And now she can take like professional really pictures good pictures it, but did she stay friends with the people that she took the class with well it was my mom so probably yeah, it was <laughs> true. that's true okay and i don't know that that's the reason she was doing it she was definitely doing it because she wanted to use her fancy camera but i would love to take you know what i would love to do i would love to learn american sign language don't know it at all don't know any of it I, I know like that. I know the more. baby sign. I was yeah, going to say we did the Goldie right now. We more. did the baby with Jacob. It was awesome. I don't understand how babies learn that shit. Like, I don't know. They come home from daycare knowing that shit. Yeah. The Helen and That's Abe impressive. both like knew how to do more, and and uh, Abe still he's three mm-hmm. and he still does please and yes. like, rubs his belly. Yep. I'm like you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you can say you it. You can say it. But that's sweet though. Yeah. But if I can get Goldie, we're working. No, I would love to be like an interpreter, like to actually be able to speak sign language. Yeah. And then you would have friends that you could only speak to in sign language. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I could like, yeah, you know, you could like talk about people in front of them. (laughs) Yes. Accurate. Lauren's getting more interested. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> okay. Okay. Adult education is not our thing. We're moving on. What was my thing? These two. Losers. I just heard education. And I was like, nope. nope. <laughs> oh, this is a weird one. Okay. Number five is friendship apps. Like Tinder for friends? Uh, I think so. Okay, Although wait. this example is not accurate. Okay. So some people enjoy using platonic friendship apps to meet new people. This can be a less intimidating way to connect with others. Popular examples include Bumble BFF. Never heard of it, but I assume it's like the Bumble dating app mm-hmm. for friends. And next, which I also feel like ends up with a bunch of hookups, if we're being honest. Yeah. BFF. Yeah. And Nextdoor, which I have an issue with. I believe Nextdoor is the app that you like connect with all your neighbors in. Right. Which I did. Yeah. And I did too. It was miserable. Those people yeah. are miserable humans, and I don't want to be friends with them. Next door yeah. is so depressing. Like, they're always bitching about mm-hmm. who's parking in the front yard or that's, who didn't mow yeah. the lawn. That's or like on the Facebook, the trash cans. you know, the neighborhood you know, pages. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're, I swear to God, if I see one more, oh, somebody lost their dog. I think they pull over and find a dog that's standing on the side of the road. <laughs> in their own yard. In their own freaking yard and take a picture. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, leave the dog alone. I swear to you, the only thing I learned from next door is I hate my neighbors. <laughs> They're not good people. They complain about everything and I'm not interested. I feel like next door is a way is way more negative than the Facebook group for my neighborhood at least. Mm-hmm. Like the the Facebook group for our neighborhood is like it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But next door, you like you see like your Brentwood neighbors and they're all like just bitchy. No. They are. Yeah, yeah, mine are too. And it's sad. So yeah. I, yeah. I'm i going to say friendship apps was a fail for us. I will say my sister-in-law that moved here from London or England, uh, outskirts of London, moved to Warrensburg. And before Warrensburg, she was spo- when they moved here, they were supposed to move to Minot, North Dakota. 
my brother ended up getting transferred. But anyways, she got on a bunch of apps and found friends in Minot back before before they moved here, like mm-hmm. in the couple of years leading up so that she could meet people, mm-hmm. other military wives that had young kids. And she did. She met several people on these apps. And then I think they became like Facebook friends and mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Um, before she moved here so that she wasn't like just just her like hi <laughs> you that's know? a good that's use of yeah her. yeah i'm just so skeptical of those apps like that because you know the dating apps not that i've ever used one but you just hear such horror stories about them it's like terrifying you also hear a lot of good stories though. i mean a lot of people i've never used a dating app either thankfully i was kind of before all of that like, yes right before but I mean, I know a lot of people that met their significant others on dating apps, yeah. and it worked out very well. Yeah, I've I also just, heard some horror stories. Yeah, but it, and so it's like that. I just train. I you know, my mind just goes to, well, if it's not like a dating app, it's finding a friend. What kind of psycho are you going to find on a right. friend well, app? Well, I think for either one, you just have to have some common sense. Yeah, and but like be safe. Colton and Freya met on, I think, Tinder. There you go. I have family members who have met on dating apps and got yeah. married and are happily married. Right. Uh, and several friends. But I think But you that- also listen to a lot of true crime. That's yeah. Somehow <laughs> leading. That's a- your killer. Well, you know, yeah. Tinder. So. First date should not be like in your home yeah. or, you know, like don't get in a car Let's with them. Let's be smart about it. Somewhere yeah. in a public space. And, you know, like you just, you get to know somebody before you do anything weird with them. Right. Like. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we're deciding, yeah, we are saying no. No to the, the apps. apps. We hate the apps. Okay. <laughs> Next is parenting groups, which I do feel like we've talked about a little bit. If you have children, it may be easiest for you to connect with other parents, um, PTA, Facebook groups. Those are kind of the examples they give. Kids sports teams. Kids sports teams. Yeah, yes. for sure. I was say, I met you know, some through the kids' sports stuff. I've made some friends with, you know, the softball moms and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like Facebook groups in general, like I'm part of a, this old house Facebook group that talks about like, you know, wait, I'm in that group too. Are you really? Yeah. Well, so I wouldn't say I'm friends with these people, but like there are people that post that I'm like, Oh, I want to see how that floor turned out. Or, you know, they post like their home renovation stuff. And I'm always like, Oh, I could actually do that because my house is also like 90 years old. And so I'm always just trying to figure out like, how do you take care of an aging house? But like I have like the original antique doorknobs and mm-hmm. don't want mm-hmm. to like, how do I preserve them right. and like mm-hmm. preserve the history of this home? Right. So, I mean, there's people in those groups, but I wouldn't say those are true friendships. No, I have. I've been fiesta groups like that. And I will say that some of the people in those groups they meet like outside of Facebook oh. and they, and there's also, there's a club for a fiesta <laughs> for, that I'm, I'm not a member of, but if anyone wants a good gift idea, I'd <laughs> love to have a yearly membership an annual membership. Um, but yeah, there's like a, and actually the convention a couple years ago was here in Springfield. Holy hell. There's they, a convention. Yeah. They have a yearly convention for fiesta wear. Uh-huh. Oh my. And, and there's a club. No, wait, when you said a club for fiesta, I was thinking like, you know, like you pay your 50 bucks a month and you get a new piece of Fiesta wear every month. No, this is like a social club. Uh, both. So they they do have, like at the convention, they have a convention-specific design that you get. Like I have uh, several pieces that have like clematis, which is a type of flower on them, uh-huh. that were like a convention-specific design that I won. I did not go to the convention. I won them in something separate. But 
yeah, there's. Do you get concerned about the lead? No, that's not a real thing. There's no lead paint in the VS. I don't know if I believe that. Okay, there's lead. Okay, so it is a real thing. In, in, no, I don't know if it's, is it lead? There's, so they call it radioactive red. And the That's old. That's a freaking problem. The old red Fiesta wear, just the color red, glaze. So the, so there, the, there's Fiesta wear that is vintage. And then there's Fiesta wear that's P86, which means post 86. So I want to say they stopped making it like in the 70s. And then they restarted, they started making Fiesta wear again in 1986. So the vintage red not p86 red does have some type of radioactivity to it like if you measure it but i think the levels are low enough that they actually are not supposed to even be unsafe but people do say not to eat off of it not i mean that that's like the rumors are not to eat off of it i don't collect vintage i only collect p86 <laughs> uh why do you only collect p86 because i feel like you have to focus on one or the other Okay. Um, there's a lot of the colors are repeats. Like there's vintage yellow and there's P86 yellow. And it's like basically the same cobalt's the same way, which is blue. Um, the vintage pieces are just a little different. I do have some vintage pieces, but I just focus on trying to get a place setting of every color. That's P86. There's like 50 colors. Everything about that stresses me out. Just so we know. Um, I really want my dishes to all be the same color. I want them to match. Oh, no. The fun part is having, because then, like, Collier can say, I want a blue plate. And I was going to say, do you guys actually and, use all your fiesta Oh, yeah. And fight over what colors they want. I don't see the point in collecting dishes that you don't use. You don't use. use. Yeah. Yeah. We use it. Um, it's on my hutch in my dining room. And when, the like, for holidays, you know, we might do all the reds and greens or something. Mm-hmm. But for Christmas. But, yeah, the kids get to pick, like, whatever plate they want for the day. And there's well, that's every neat. color that I have. You're still stressing out about it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I want everything to match. I don't even like uh, coffee mugs. I just tell my mom to stop buying us coffee mugs for Christmas because she used to put coffee mugs in her stockings. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, stop doing that. I throw them away. Because I need all of my coffee mugs to match. Oh, my God. Don't come to my house. I don't no. really throw them away. I put Where's them in the, the fun in that? Room. What do you mean? The, the fun Wait, in you is- ha- you registered for a fiesta at your wedding, I you did. got purple and red. I did. Ooh. They're in Scarlet that box. Scarlet and plum. They're in that box over there because, okay, yeah, so. with me. I did. <laughs> I'll give those fiesta plates a good home. I it. had the scarlet and plum and I had them. And it stressed me out because every time I put away dishes, I had to make sure it was like red, purple, red, purple, uh-huh. red, purple. Uh-huh. And then I was just like, I don't like this anymore. Like, I need them to match. So now I have the false graph um, chateau line. And it all matches, and it's got this cute little scalloped edge around the edge of the plates, and they're all the same cream color. And the fun in it is looking at it, saying, "Oh, that looks so organized and pretty. That's aesthetically pleasing because it's all the same and organized and clean." And there nice. she goes with her organization. And but I look at my hutch, and all, all of the my, colors, all of my warm color Fiesta plates are in a stack, and all of my cool colors are in a stack because the stack would be too big to have them uh-huh. all in one uh-huh. stack. It wouldn't fit on my shelf. So I have the warm colors and the cool colors, and they're so pretty together. That is like a very organized way to do that. That is. That's even, that, yeah. mm. What do your dishes look like, Amanda? Um, I have Corel. Okay. B12. 
because when the kids were little, I was afraid that all my stuff would get broken. Mm -hmm. So I've got Corel, but I also, my mother-in-law got me, um, when I decided I wanted big girl plates, big we girl went plate. to, uh, um, Bed Bath & Beyond and I picked, I can't remember the brand of it, but they're like, um, they're the big, heavy, like uh -huh. stoneware. Uh -huh. They're like bluish and teal. They go like blue to teal to white. They're very like beachy colors. Oh, pretty. And I love them. I use them. I, they're so heavy though. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. So Lauren, are you ever going to go to a um, Fiesta convention and make some friends there? Oh my God. I was so mad when I found out it was in Springfield and I didn't, I, I wasn't going. I think that I was working at the time. Like I couldn't even take off work. Damn it. it was Damn like, the job. Your thought, boss totally would have let you take <laughs> off work. But it was like Monday and the convention was like Tuesday, Wednesday when I found out that it was like in Springfield at University Plaza. You totally should have said But that. I want to say it was like in Phoenix or something this year or Vegas or I don't know. Oh. It, it moves around every year. And I'm not in the club. I don't pay my dues, which are not that much, but... I, I love that there's yeah. a there's a club. club. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's like Homer Laughlin. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Okay. Okay. Number seven on this list says senior centers. Oh, which wait, nope. wait, none of us need that. Nope. They don't have that. But why don't they have like Gen X centers or millennial centers? Because you know no one I mean? would like, fucking go. Because they would show up. <laughs> That's the board game lounge. That's that no called Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok apparently. Yes. Uh, number eight is Churches or spiritual groups, which is good. That's good. Mm -hmm. Volunteering. I, yes. Mm -hmm. I would say that mm -hmm. I have met definitely acquaintances through volunteering. Like I used to volunteer at Lost and Found. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And at the, in the grief groups and the other coordinators and, and the therapists that were with us that on the, whatever group I was assigned to, because you did it like every single, was it every week or like every other week? I can't remember. I think it was every other week. But it was the same people month after month. And yeah, you, I, I still talk to some of them. Yeah, I definitely feel like, I mean, I've done some stuff with the United Way and I definitely know all of those staff members and I've gotten to know them. And we used to go when I was in high school, we did like a mission trip to um, Mexico. Like the church did it every year, I think, or every other year. And I didn't go every year, obviously, but I went like maybe four. I went several times enough to get to know the um translator mm -hmm. that we worked with we worked at the same translator every time and her name is fabiola fabiola and she's wonderful and she and i are facebook friends still to this day oh, even wow. though that was like literally i love that so oh. long ago yeah almost 20 almost years 20 years. <laughs> almost 20 years at this point yeah sad established. But yeah i've like watched her two little girls grow up on facebook and she and i like well like true facebook friends too like we'll comment on each other's mm -hmm. posts and like interact with each other not just like Facebook stock. Mm -hmm. You know. love that. I know. I do too. That's so really yeah, cool. so volunteering can be good. That's good. Although I find it really hard to find time to volunteer too. Yeah, I I quit when I went back for my master's and obviously never finished my master's and also never went back to volunteer. <laughs> hard to find time. But everyone should. It's it's a worthwhile. There's yeah. so many causes out there. Oh, number ten. Work friends. Yay, we got yeah. that one. Yeah, but I feel like we're more than work friends. Yes. Yeah, definitely. We hang out. Well, I don't even work with you guys anymore. <laughs> I work at the same place. I don't work. Still kept, so. We've still kept you. Yeah. There are definitely people that like I don't hang out with outside of work, but love to see yes. at work. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a good one. Yeah. Okay, number 11, tapping into your current social networks. Oh, meet your friends' friends is what it says. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm so different from all my friends. Like, 
I don't want to meet your PTA friends, Lauren. Yeah. I'm sure they're lovely people, but I I don't have kids. (laughs) Right. I get that. I don't know. I I think, I I think it depends on the friends, like the friends. I mean, yeah, there's definitely people that I have become friends with through other friends. Although is Robin a PTA friend? Mm -hmm. Oh, I would meet Robin. She's fabulous. They really like the cups, Robin. <laughs> I love my cup, Robin. I love my cup. <laughs> I also love that you helped take care of Lauren when she was super hungover from her three beers. Yes. That's her fantastic. and Brandy. They are very, 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 very sweet. So, yes. Good people. Okay. And number 12 is kind of a cop out. And we've already talked about it. Social media. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I would say this list was not that helpful. I also linked to it in our resources, <laughs> but it's I would say helpful. we decided we're not doing any of this shit. It's <laughs> like, no, it was good not. ideas, though. Good ideas. I, yeah. Somebody, yeah. Else. somebody more social than us. Yes. If you're an introvert, then just face it. You're not going to make any friends. No. <laughs> you're not going to make any new You're going to be that and one in three adults who's really <laughs> lonely. lonely after 45. After 45. Yeah. <laughs> We have another decade. It's okay. I don't. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, the clock is ticking yeah. too. Also, we do not yeah. have a whole another decade. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a decade. You're rounding down. <laughs> I didn't want to do the math. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seven years. I don't. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hopefully. You guys out there listening to this can give us ideas or tell us what has worked with you, for you to make social connections. Yeah. How have you made friends? Yeah. How do you make friends? As an adult. And how do you maintain those friendships? That's, I was right. going to say, how do you make and then maintain those friendships? I really do feel like it comes down to just wanting to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's, I think it, yeah, it's time. I mean, it's the commitment because it's so easy to just be like, to just let things die out. I feel like. What's that sound? The Hot Mess Express rolling into the station. Oh, ladies, ladies, this is this is a good one. <laughs> I love everything about this. This, this yeah, wow, I really have no words. Um, couple desperate for baby, having sex the wrong way, and the wife is still a virgin. I know. What? What? <laughs> Okay, today's Hot Mess Express story was published by Ellie Fry in The Mirror, which is a UK-based website, in December of 2023. So this was not that long ago. This is a pretty new story. I love everything about this story, not only because it is freaking hilarious, but also because I think it just shows like how desperately we need more sex education. Oh, my God. Uh, the headline reads, couple desperate for baby having sex wrong way for four years and wife is still a virgin. Um, a married couple, desperate for a baby, have been told they've been having sex the wrong way for four years, which is why they've failed to conceive. The pair, who have not been named but are aged 26 and 24, sought out professional advice after having no joy getting pregnant despite having intercourse regularly. Alarm bells rang when medics discovered the wife was a virgin. She then admitted that sex was uh, usually painful for her every time. Obstetrician Lu Hongmai said the couple were very young. The man was 26 and the woman was 24. They were very healthy, but despite being married for four years, couldn't conceive. Their family was giving them a lot of stress because of it, she added. 
While asking the wife's medical history during the visit, Lou was told the husband, or I'm sorry, told the couple had sex regularly. According to China's Ji Yang Evening Post, I'm sorry, I probably totally butchered that, um, Lou's experience led her to inspect the woman's anus. It was then that the medic is said to have learned the couple had been mistakenly having anal <laughs> sex for four years, resulting in their failure to conceive. <laughs> Dr. Liu reportedly handed the couple each a sex education handbook. She gave them guidelines before they were sent home. The advice appeared to work as news of the wife's pregnancy arrived just a few months later. They reportedly informed the now retired doctor that they were finally expecting by sending 100 eggs and a live hen as gifts to her former hospital. What? So it looks like <laughs> their thank you, thank you gift was eggs and a chicken. To a hospital? To the hospital. What the fuck is the well, hospital going to do with the chicken? Well, I think it's just a culturally yeah. appropriate thing. It's, it's in China. So it says, Doctor. But let me ask again. Yeah. What the fuck is the <laughs> hospital going to do it with a hundred eggs and chicken? I don't, I don't. I don't know, but I think we're getting dangerously close to being racist. My lord. <laughs> Four years of marriage, and neither the husband nor the wife knew how to get pregnant. Couples so lacking in general knowledge are very rare. She added, but it is not uncommon for people to lack or have mi- misconceptions regarding sexual knowledge. That's not how anything works. <laughs> I love everything about this story. I, I just have so many questions. I think they should have had more questions. They should have. Yeah. They, yeah. So. There's so, so much wrong with it. Sex education's good, sex guys. Sex education is so important. And I'm sure in China there's even less than. Right. Because they're a much more conservative culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there's even less than. Um, what we have in the United States, but oh my God. <laughs> I mean, this is troubling. Uh, it's really sad is what it is. Did you guys have any type of sex education or did your parents ever sit down and give you like the birds and the bees talk? No, I never had the birds and the bees talk, but we had classes. Yeah, we had it in school. You know, they had the boys go to one room and the girls go to the other way. Right. And, and Jacob literally just had these classes done. I think they do yeah. it in like sixth grade sixth or, or something. Yeah, I think fifth or sixth grade. And then you also have, like, at least we also had health. Like yes, in they have junior to take health. high school or uh, yep. something. Yep. You learn about STDs and. Okay, here's another fun story for you. My mom was the school nurse, mm-hmm. which meant that she gave all the STD talks. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, our health coach was like, I don't think in any way, like he was like a football coach. I don't a football think in coach. Any way, <laughs> right. Like a health coach. Yeah. So he for sure leaned on my mom for like anything sex related. He was like, this seems like a Kathy problem. And so I can remember being very young, like fourth grade and seeing her like high school STD PowerPoint slides uh. or whatever. You know what I mean? And like, so I'm sure I saw like a terrifying looking like gonorrhea penis long before <laughs> I ever saw any sort of healthy looking penis. But you know, I mean, mom was a nurse and it was just very matter of fact and very like, this is what happens. Right. This is what happens if you don't use protection. Yeah. Like, you know, like it was just very, and this is how babies are made. Oh yeah, she had I mean, no problem answering questions. They're like not that. birthed out they're the not butt. Birthed out the butt. You don't <laughs> get them up the pooper. It's just no. not happening. <laughs> I 
Do you remember her having slides that showed like the human anatomy and uh-huh. like the holes and like uh-huh. where things went? Like, I don't know. This is this is extra rough. But, you know, yeah. no matter how big of a hot mess you were <laughs> this week. Yeah. You probably know how babies are made. So you yeah, have that going y- for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> I should have read this one beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're going to post the link to it in the Facebook group. Yes, so everyone else can enjoy this. (laughs) Please send us stories that are better than this. (laughs) I don't know if you can top it. I don't know. Um, Hotmessroundtable at gmail.com. Or you can always post stories in the Facebook group. That's always welcome, too. Let us know what other social media we should be on. We've got a TikTok out there. Uh, I made a Pinterest board for us. What are you doing Pinterest? Well, I thought we could post all of our uh, product recommendations on it. That's a really good idea. Yeah. But it requires a lot of upkeep. So, you know, work in progress. Yeah. Facebook anyway. and email and let us know how we're doing. I love it when people email us their hot mess stories. Yes. Please and do that. Rate and review. If you send us your hot mess story, let us know if we can read it on the air. Yes. Yeah. Or sure. if you want to come on the air and you share your hot mess story yep. with us, you can either come to the studio, which is for sure my basement, or... We can call in. There's like this button on the soundboard that allows you to do phone stuff. So you can call oh. in and tell us your hot mess that story. That would be good. We could take call-ins. Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah. And also send us some drink ideas. Yes. yes. Send us drink ideas. Yeah. Tell us what to make. Tell us what to drink. We will We will make them. We'll let you know what we think of them and post Honest the recipes. Reviews. Yes. And join us next week where we're going to have our very good real friend, Susan, Join us and talk all about pet parents and our, what it means to be a pet parent. Our first guest. Our very first guest. Yay. Yes. Can't wait. Awesome. We love Susan. Okay, guys. Everybody have a great week. Have Thank a great you. week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.